It's Haley here. Welcome back. Before we get started, I wanted to mention that the HLP is scheduled to go to the Kennet Square PA Brewfest. If you want to hang out with us and drink some beers, please join us at this all-outdoor event. Tickets are on sale at kennetbrewfest.com. That's K-E-N-N-E-T-T brewfest.com. We don't get any of the proceeds, but it's a fun event to go to and to try new beers. Please understand that the COVID-19 pandemic means that events like these are fluid. Per the Kennet Brewfest website, if the event is canceled due to COVID, your ticket will go towards the rescheduled date. We at the HLP only want you to attend if you're vaccinated and in good health. If you're able to join us, we can't wait to see you there. That's what I have for this week. So, welcome to episode 159, Dome Inion of the Black. and things that go boom, then buckle up, listener, because this one's for you. Prepare yourself for the Hideous Laughter Podcast. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Hideous Laughter Podcast, episode 159. And I think this is the beginning of the end for the finale of book four. Oh, yeah, baby. Let's go. Oh, I'm getting nervous. Because all, all roads in this grotto that you're in with a corpse shredder seem to lead to a shimmering blue portal looking door. I'm worried. It's like the council mm. room in Odagunga. Hey, pretty apt. Both circular chambers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's all I was going on. <laughs> well, before we get there, I want to talk about what we're drinking. Steve, what you got? Yeah, sure. So I have a crawler full of beer for this episode. This comes from Chicago. And guys, I think it's going to be some of the last Chicago beer I have in a while, or at least the beginning of the end of the Chicago beer now that my parents have moved away from Chicago. So I'm savoring it while I can. This is a beer from One Allegiance Brewing called Watermelon Days Wheat Ale. It's a uh, watermelon season is back upon us, and we juiced this beer with 60 gallons of watermelon for a fresh fruit kick to the taste buds. Best enjoyed ice cold, chilling in a backyard. And just like it wasn't winter when I had a winter beer a couple weeks ago, we're not in a backyard. Well, speaking of someone's backyard, I like to chill in. Hey, Brooks. Oh, thanks, Griff. I guess I should have said back door, but whatever. <laughs> what are you okay. drinking, bud? So, last episode, I I started up on the uh, the pack of twelve fives Rebel hard coffee, very crisp latte, and <laughs> that fucking thing's an eldritch horror by itself. So <laughs> good, good theming. <laughs> so so terrible. Um, and so it was uh, it was gifted to me by someone who won't be named but uh, very near and dear to me so uh, i had to purchase it and so therefore i i couldn't just waste it and also partially because as someone that just remotely enjoys coffee i i feel like it's uh, very noble of me to get this off of the shelves off of the shelves 
let's let's walk through how it actually played out because we went to the liquor store together. I saw it and was like, hey, it would be funny if you tried this. And then you bought it yourself. In no way, shape or form was any of this a gift. I was going to say, did you gift it to yourself? Are you talking about, is the person you're talking about yourself? (laughs) No, no, that was uh, not the case. But either way, getting these off the shelves, I mean, hero comes to mind. Taking one for the team. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I mean, I like the pop collar too. Thanks. I'm sure the the photos uh, from the paparazzi will will emerge. Yeah. And my outfit is quite fitting for both the setting that we are in and in uh, in character and in the RL. Yeah, very nautical. Haley, what you got? I am drinking Bacardi rum punch cans again. It's so good. I actually bought two packs of this, and I have a whole new pack just sitting here ready to go for uh, when disaster may strike. <laughs> I think it's going to. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna put a put a vote from my side of the table out there and say I think. think Wait, we can vote strike. for this. Uh, you know what? I'm. I'm. Let's put it to a vote. <laughs> It's, yeah, a, wait, wait. it's a vote of confidence in myself. That's what I'm. That's what I'm. Playing. I'm going to vote for disaster because I think that will make better radio. No, oh, there you go. Yeah, I'm See. on Griff's side on this one. Boom. Uh, I don't like it. You don't have to like it. It's happening whether you like it or not. <laughs> you know what? I, I I see the writing on the wall. I'm joining the winning team. <laughs> <I'm> switching sides. <laughs> so, so which of the monsters oh. in this room can I play after <laughs> two minutes ago? <laughs> We still have the option of uh, the baby growing up. Someone could still See, play the baby. If you play Goo, one of them survives. You could play that. Fucking, you know what? Give me a scum. I'll do that. That'd be fun. <laughs> scum daddy. <laughs> if the Nethel Goo absorbs Matumbe's brain, then there's still a part of Matumbe in the Nethel Goo I play. think Matumbe yeah. then will have to fight for dominance over the other five <laughs> brains. Ooh, what if that I, Nethel Goo- I got intelligence. He might be able to pull that off. Yeah. What if that Nethel Goo eats all of our brains? That sounds like a whole. Then ass we could all play one character, <laughs> one big happy family. <laughs> the Nethalgu interlude, <laughs> the whole party trying to control one body. Yep. Oh boy. Well, I myself am drinking a Zip Fizz in preparation for this. I need to be sharp, but I have a I have a white claw sitting in the wings. And Emily, you had the Patreon beverage. I do, and uh, this one's going to be a bit of a doozy. This is the Ghostbuster, suggested by Tristan or Bipolar Pop-Tart. It is peach schnapps, melon liqueur, and Irish cream, which you're just supposed to put like a few drops to make it look like it has ghosts in it, which is fun in concept, but I mixed most of this drink before coming over here, (laughs) and uh, that cream... Uh, the Irish cream did not hold well in the peach schnapps, and it curdled. Yeah, that's something you got to expect. I, uh, I, think, I think you do the little drops. It looks like a ghost for a second, and then you're supposed to shoot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that was my my mistake. But I am drinking it out of the Lyra shot glass that I have, so I'm hoping that takes a little bit of the pain away, because it's, it's a lot. Oh, boy. Oh, I got almost all of it. Ugh. Well, you know. All right. Well, if you ever, or if we ever say that you don't give yourself bad drinks, yeah, that's a the shot's so nice. (laughs) Took it twice. (laughs) Oh, 
It's so chunky. Oh, it's done. Yeah. Yeah. The, I, I could feel the, the chunks. It was very gross. No, I won't stop talking. <laughs> I, uh, we'll do a better job of timing of, uh, drink ingredients next time. Or hopefully there just won't be a next time. That would be great. I don't like the chunky drinks. Yes. I said no cream drinks. I put it out there into <laughs> the world. Did. I said no cream <laughs> drinks. I don't want cream drinks. I'm done with cream drinks. And that caused a cascade of only cream drinks. So, Absolutely it did. Of uh, course it did. No good drinks. <laughs> that won't work. <laughs> well, when last we met our heroes, they had ventured into this large alcove that had a machine running grinding bodies to some kind of fertilizer and there were two crab-like creatures assisting a nethal goo you found out that they were lunarmas and the nethal goo had this piece of alien technology it was using to blast these bursts of cold at you and it was causing mist to form in the room, but you managed to defeat all the combatants, although much worse for wear than when you were going in. You see down this room a path and a glowing blue portal. What do you do? We need to heal and prep before we go forward. So we did some of this off air, and Steve, I know you have the count. How many charges of the wand did we use? Yes. So when we left last episode, I had 18 charges spent out of 50. Now I have 44 spent out of 50. It took a pretty substantial amount of charges to get us back to where we wanted to be for this. Yeah. On top of that, I had one wand with 48 of 50 charges used. So I used those last two. Notably, though, we did not dip into anybody's spontaneous healing or any more of Freya's uh, channels because we think we're going to need that. Yeah. Definitely. It does sound like through all of that casting, any buffs that you have going are going to have about three minutes ticked off of them. Uh, Going from 18 to 44, it sounds almost like three minutes. That makes sense. That means my call lightning still has some time, but it's um, got three minutes left. If if once we're about to go through this portal, Eclipse would want to chug a potion of heroism, which, by the way, comes from the Harrowstone prison. That's how long <laughs> this is. Um, would like to use that for uh, this, but I don't think I've got any other big buff things to do. I just want to check real quick before we move into this final room. Do either of these creatures or the Nethalgu have anything on them that could Smart. be helpful? Like mm-hmm. that cold gun, maybe. That cold gun, you think it would require a use magic device to use, but it does do 10d6 cold damage as a cone of cold, so a 60-foot cone. A lot of these creatures are uh, immune to cold that we've seen so far. The ones in this room, uh, you know the Lenarmas were okay. immune to cold. The Nethalgu is not. Ah, okay. I I have a plus 12 UMD and virtually no range option. Yeah. I would Do like it. to take this if I can. Yeah, absolutely. I was going to say, I have I know I have the best UMD because I have a plus 16, 
But uh, I can't get anything out of my bag effectively, so. Okay. Griff, is is this like an official item that I can equip on my sheet or just something I just should need to know? Um, you could search mist projector. I don't know if it, uh, if they'll have that built in or not. Mego mist projector. Yes. That would be the item. Yeah. Oh yeah. This is, uh, this is good. Fantastic. It says it had, it, it starts usually with 27 charges. I don't know. If- so this one has 14 remaining. Okay. That's pretty good. Hell yeah. I'll take that. Before we move on, uh, Freya is also going to do some buffing. So she casts protection from evil on Air Bear to boost his AC and maybe help with some saves in the future. And then she's going to cast spell resistance on herself and use her final use of her uh, extend metamagic rod for the day and double that length. Sweet. On, on, on the tomb base side, he's got several buffs that he's going to do. Um, notably, I've got several level one extracts from being a two level investigator. He's going to down all of them. Long arm, uh, the one that makes him big and a couple other ones. I, he's also going to cast heroism on Air Bear because I want him to hit a whole lot. And then finally, Matumbe takes out a wand that he purchased in order to get down here. It's a ro- it's a wand of freedom of movement. It has two charges remaining. There are two people left in this party that do not have freedom of movement. So he zaps himself with it and zaps Freya. And now we should all be covered from a freedom of movement perspective. Okay, the only thing I would ask is with all of those buffs, please remember the caster level at which they were cast. Because not only is that going to impact your duration, it's also going to impact things like dispelling. Noted. Um, also, Steve, I believe uh, coordinated effort. Oh, yes. that's That was a, another really important one that I wanted to throw out there, or that I did throw out there and hadn't brought it up on air. Um, Eclipse and Air Bear got a blast of Matumbe's coordinated effort, and that is going to be bumping their saves if the three of us are together. Beautiful. Alright. Anything else, guys? I've got stuff, but I can't do them until we get into combat. Yeah, I think the rest of it's going to be into combat for Freya as well. Quickly before we go in, Matumbe's going to look at the party. I think this is the end of the road. This particular step in our adventure. I do not think we are going to find the key to defeating the Whispering Way behind this portal, but I do think we are going to unravel the mystery below the waves here, and probably have a difficult decision to make when we find our friend Lyra. Steal your hearts. This is going to be difficult, and we may have to make some tough decisions. As you approach the portal, you can see beyond it rippling like you're looking underwater a laboratory and it's fuzzy through this but you can faintly hear the sound of singing the voice is familiar to Matumbe and Eclipse it's definitely your friend Lyra in there alright if we're going down this tunnel through the portal the tunnel looks like to be about 10 feet wide. Matumbe is 10 feet wide now. So I imagine we've got 
Eclipse and Air Bear in the front, then Matumbe, then Freya. Yeah, let's hide Freya. Yep. All right. <laughs> so that's our party order. Okay. Who steps through the portal first? Uh, Air Bear and Eclipse can step through seemingly at the same time, it looks like. Sure. Air Bear is probably a little bit faster, just by nature of being a little bit more dexterous. You pass through the portal, and it's muggy in here. It feels like a greenhouse. The humidity is high. The stench overwhelms you. The stench of corpses and of bodily fluids fills the air, as well as some foreign but foul smells, unwashed flesh. You look in here, and the view within this strange metal dome is mind-numbing. All manner of incomprehensible equipment has been set up around this chamber, including a pair of blood-stained metal operating tables surrounded by racks of instruments for vivisection sitting in the center of the chamber. The walls at the base of the dome are transparent, giving a clear view of the dark waters of the lake bottom. But 40 feet above, the dome displays an image of a mysterious dark gray planet orbiting a burning orange star never seen in Galarian skies. And it gives this chamber an eerie glow. You see on the operating tables a naked man strapped down but clearly unconscious maybe even completely brain dead and he has tubes being fed into his body into his arms, his legs, his torso implanting this black ichor and what looks like blood and a green almost formaldehyde looking substance although you can't really tell but it reminds you of the chemicals at the chemic works maybe and on the other table lies your old friend Lyra with her head kind of perked up she's singing her arms and legs slashed at periodic intervals with tubes emitting from them as well it doesn't take a check to notice that Something's being drawn out of her and into the body that lies on the operating table next to her. And in time, with her chorus, the forehead of the man on the other operating table pulses and swells. In between them stands a decayed, dog-faced creature. You look around and see operating the machines are scum with their the top of their skull missing but these don't even have a brain they're clearly undead and presumably checking the dark riders vitals is another nethel goo the dog-faced ghoul in the center of the room looks up at you <laughs> Well, well, well. I've been expecting the intruders. Have you come to see my work? He sputters at you and you can hardly understand what he's saying. It sounds like his voice is coming from multiple places at once. Can the rest of us come through the portal too? 
Yeah, go ahead and... All right, cool. What do you intend to do? Hopefully stop whatever you're doing here. It looks horrible. There is no stopping what is already in motion. Several times in the last couple months, I have heard these same words, and everyone who has uttered them has been wrong. We come here today to reclaim the immortal soul of our friend Lyra Undiomede and to stop your hideous plot. I know you and the Whispering Way have had the falling out and you've played each other for fools, but in doing so, you have reached our ire. We are here to bring you down and bring you to judgment before the Lady Phrasma. Then you will die for that. Lyra, you still hear her song echo, but the creature kind of turns to her and hisses, and she just begins to laugh at you. Roll for initiative. All right, here we go. Freya, what you got? I rolled a natural one for a seven. Ouch. Eclipse? Ten. Batumbe? Natural 20. 24. You saw undead, got excited. Your modifier is I'm four then, right? so excited to face undead. <laughs> uh, I also have a 24. Oh, nice. With a modifier of plus six. Oh, well, neither of you have a plus seven. That is That's true. Accurate, <laughs> yes. Yeah, there's a lot of pluses I don't have, all right? <laughs> I'm pretty aware. You make them all very apparent, Steve. <laughs> Yeah, I know. (laughs) At the start of the round, the Nethal Goo looks like it fiddles with some of the instruments by the table and the pumping begins to accelerate and the body begins to swell and then it flies up 20 feet into the air. Air Bear. Yes. Blow ass initiatives from everybody else. The only reason why I have any any question on what to do first is because I am first and I rush all the way up, I don't want to get like surrounded immediately. I go next and I have crazy reach now, so I'm going to go up there with you. Let's say Eclipse okay. can't do that much from afar. Okay. Yeah, I, I was just worried about being completely surrounded, but Air Bear is going to uh, look to his right and behind him at Eclipse in Matumbe and say, The objective is still to stop this thing from destroying the world, and quite frankly, if the Whispering Way was involved at all, they have to die as well. And gets the gets the nod from Matumbe that we're all in this together. All in this together. But we are though. And Air Bear is uh, going to confidently rush up, knowing that Matumbe and Eclipse are right behind him, activating his boots of haste. Do you need to to move? Because it's not going to give you extra attacks unless you want the AC. Yeah, you only move twenty feet. Save it. Man, we got you, you, we got to use this say, sparingly, man. You probably only got like five rounds of that left today. I don't know. Six. But yeah. Up to you. 
But after this also, one, I'm going to stop being nice and telling you not to use it. Yeah, I, I'm also gonna gonna charge. Okay, so you charge up and swing. At but this. not use the base boots, right? Yes, and because I am doing that, I'm going to also activate my uh, Ronin challenge. So as he's he he doesn't have anything uh, anything witty to say about about their tactics. They seem quite unready. It seems that way, but as you charge up, the creature merely delayed. And so it does attack of opportunity you. Delayed or readied? Delayed. Then it hasn't acted yet, right? It has combat reflexes. It has gotcha. it these matter. long, gangly arms. Well, gosh darn it. It's got reach. All right. How is a 28? Yes. Okay, now I can only get you with his arms for that. 15 points of damage as a claw strikes out at you. You are under the effects of freedom of movement, yes. so you cannot be paralyzed. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Glad to hear that. Yeah. But yes, uh, resolve your charge now. I will. 28. 28 will hit the creature. 26 points of damage. Okay. Now, because this creature delayed and waited for you to get up to him, he's going to full attack you. I'm not going to use the Lyra dice just yet. So, here comes a bite first. Uh, that will likely miss you with a 24. Meets beats. Okay. I'm charging. 31 for the next attack with a claw. And then uh, 26 will get you as well. So... You get hit with all of these attacks. I do need you to make me one fortitude save. All right. My fortitude is the highest, but do I want to use resolve already? How many resolve you got? Five. I'm going to use it. Probably not a bad idea. Great idea. Great idea. One of them was one. So, uh, 25. The other would die was a 10. 25 succeeds. Nothing happens to you. Good. Because this is going to suck. 60 points of damage. <laughs> oh. Rough starts. It bites, claws into you twice, and then rends you apart. Matumbe, you're up. All right. Matumbe is going to run up to sort of help his friend Air Bear, but first... I got to make some knowledge checks. Thing right in the middle. What am I rolling? Religion. Religion. Okay. Uh, or, or planes. Oh, they'll, they'll be equal for me. Unless it's different information. You should be fine. Okay. 31. Sure. That'll get you two questions. First of all, I'll tell you this is what's called a langul from Lang. Ooh, okay. Special defenses. Special defenses. It's immune to ability drain, bleed, cold, death effects, disease, energy drain, exhausted, fatigue, mind-affecting, non-lethal, paralysis, physical ability damage, poison, sleep, stunning. Okay, that's a lot. Those are its undead traits. It also has channel resistance. Got it. Otherwise, that's it. Uh, you, you made a noise, Steve, when he said, what, from... 
Lang. Lang. What is yeah. that? Yeah. I'm I'm not too terribly familiar. It's some sort of evil dream plane or something. It's very Lovecraftian. Gotcha. Is that what we're seeing on the other side? The little star. Ooh, I mean, I, don't, I wouldn't know enough in character or out of character yeah. to, to identify it. All right, Langul, he is undead. That's great news for me, I guess. Because um, I only have one more question left, I think, right? It was only two? Yes, one more question. What do you all want to know? I'll throw this to the table. I mean, we've seen a little bit of its special abilities with, like, some sort of grapple and rend something with a fortitude save. There's no way that's all it's got, though. Yeah. 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 Sure, uh, special abilities, son. Let's do that. Abilities? Well, I'll give you its uh, its attacks all would paralyze permanently. Ooh, permanent's mm. brutal. But <laughs> glad we all have freedom of movement then. And um, uh, it its bite deals ghoul fever. Classic. Uh, uh, okay, yep. All right. How about my undead scum? Religion check? Uh, you don't, you you don't even need to. They're ghouls. They're oh, they're just ghouls. Baseline oh. ghouls, yeah. Uh, your bonus is too high not to know what they are. Can, can I just roll a, a d6 then to see, like, I will identify them. You can know every could... everything about a ghoul. You've well, already fought them. Well, that's that's not the point I'm making. The point is, with the Leopard Stat Investigator's Cap, if I identify oh, yeah, something, yeah, yeah, I can. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Glad I did, because that's a, a max six. And then same thing with the Nethelgu. Is there anything special about it besides what we've seen from others? The only thing that could be special about it is, you know, with different brains, it could have different spells. But And there's no way I would know that yeah, right off the rip. You can't tell. All right, same thing then. Roll a d6 and see what, if I get a banked inspo for it. Sure. Cool. I got a three on that one. It's not holding another gun of cold. Please, no. no. it doesn't appear Please. like you're holding another <laughs> cold gun. All right, well, I know that this main bad guy, or at least he appears to be a main bad guy, the Leng Ghoul, is undead and looks like Emily wants to say something. Can I request one more knowledge check? Sure. Uh, can you figure out how we can safely d- disconnect Lyra or stop the progression of this ritual? Oh, yeah. I'm glad you That's thought a- about it that way because I was going to immediately start my turn by asking, Griffin, what happens if I cut the hoses? Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That could be deadly. I could take a five-foot step and just slice away. Well, at let's the see. Other dude. Let's what a, do knowledge. What knowledge? <laughs> so think then act. It would be heal. Heal. Okay. Oh, so Freya can try. Uh, although her turn. I'd give you a spellcraft to see what's going on with her. Are those separate checks? Yep. Very right. separate information. Heal first. Uh, really not great. Uh, 18. You think removing those tubes would cause a decent amount of bleeding? To both parties? Or just uh, one? At this stage, it looks like the the other dude's whole body is, like, swelling up, so... So he's not. <laughs> he's gone. He, yeah. Okay. Uh, spellcraft, then. Sure. Ah, just trash. 17. You think normally Lyra would be happy to see you, so there's some kind of mental effect going on. Beyond that, you don't know. Sure. Okay. He'll relay all of that stuff to his party, and then, though I know this Langul has um, some sort of channel resistance, he's an undead, and I'm going for it. 
So Matumbe is going to lift his Book of the Raven to the heavens. Phrasma, deal him back to the shadows from whence he came. As I take a swift action to channel smite. And this purple energy coalesces around Matumbe and then into the book. And Matumbe is then going to move up close by our bear, 10 feet away from this creature. And I'm going to take a swing with the book. Matumbe, as you channel smite into the book, you see that sparking off in all directions with this purple energy, more butterflies. Okay. And they begin to land on your friend Lyra. Uh, no, uh, just as a quick point, uh, Eclipse would know probably why uh, Lyra doesn't, you know, like, isn't happy to see us, because she's under dominate person. Yeah, that was the the thing from a couple episodes ago where she had her vision or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, so Matume gives himself a little bit of a smile because he knows the gods are with us today as he strikes at this Langul. This is an undead Bane weapon. It is. So I don't even have to do a Bane for this. Natural. Fucking. 19. Let's Woo. go. Okay. Now, that will most assuredly hit. Mm-hmm. However, I need to make a roll. Oh, no. Because this is... This weapon has a special property against undead. That is correct. The disruptive property, in fact. So is that a will save or a fortitude save? Let me double check that. I believe it's will. It is will. And it's only a DC 14. Oh, the dice. What do we got? Emily, what do we got? That's a natural one. Ah, Let's go. Griffin. Griffin, the gods truly are with us as Matumbe brings this book down and crushes into the Langul. The weapon of disruption is a bane of all undead. Any undead creature struck in combat must succeed at a DC 14 will save or be destroyed. Oh my god! And so this Langul gets hit by the burning holy book and just like shreds. Alright! Oh my gosh! Oh my god! What an opening move! And Matumbe incredible. He hits this thing, it explodes, and he just roars with this almost animalistic fury of like, it's fucking game on. We're coming into this hot. As an immediate action, Air Bear is going to target one of the scum as his next chain challenge. All right. Next in the order, I'm going to go ahead and give Lyra a will save because that creature just died. I can't believe that. First time ever used in an undead. Generations of living grimoires and bishops are, are, are behind me right now. Oh, it's incredible. Oh, a DC 14 solo, too. The I, butterflies. I feel like fucking Deku from My Hero Academia. <laughs> Lyra does not save in an effort to do something against her nature. Let's see. If I start it from the corner next to her, square next to her. Okay, so Freya is the only one that won't be in this. As Lyra's song just lingers in the background and she shouts this incomprehensible slew of, you're hearing it now, like Aklo or something, a language that you don't understand. I'm going to need fortitude saves all around. All right. Well, not all the way around. Not for Freya. 
Well, thank goodness I'm standing next to Matumbe. Because we are coordinated now. Yeah, we sure are, man. You're not as coordinated as you would like to be, no, though. No, not as coordinated. Okay, what you got? I'm thinking about throwing an inspiration on here. Bucket, I'm going to do it as an immediate action. So no Swifties next round, but three of the adversaries are undead, so I might not need to bane anyway. All right. I mean, it's good off the inspiration, but it still doesn't do me a whole lot of good. 19. Fail. Yeah. 34. Success. 37. Success. So Matumbe, you are deafened. Uh Uh-oh. For 10 rounds. Matumbe, you take 18 points of sonic damage. The rest of you take nine. All right. And deafened isn't one that comes up super often. So if you don't mind, I'm just going to read it out real quick. So I take a negative four penalty on initiative checks, automatically fail perception checks based on sound, negative four penalty on opposed perception checks, and a 20% chance of spell failure when casting spells with verbal components. So unless I try casting a spell, this doesn't mechanically affect me in this combat yet too much. But it's certainly not good. Eclipse, you're up next. I just did a little bit of math. As it turns out, I have enough movement to fly up to the Nathalgu without uh, two movements. So I'm going to do that. And then I'm going to do what I did literally in the last room, which is apparently 1v1 because we never can have support up in the air. It's usually just me. So here I go. Again on your own. Yep. 27. 27. Roll me concealment. I didn't know it had some sort of thing on it. Oh, yeah, he does. It's great, honey. You guys have been intruders in this tunnel for like two days. That's true. 61. Okay, that'll hit. All right, 30 points of damage. Beautiful. Good opener. Okay. We all have had good openers. Oh, yeah, and Eclipse is going to make sure everyone doesn't forget about this, which is, hey, uh, remember when we found out, you know, Lyra's dominated? Yeah, don't hurt her, but, like, hold her, incapacitate her. Speak up. <laughs> How would you even know I'm talking? If, you, if, if your lips are moving, you know. I'm staring at the Nathalgu. Speak up. <laughs> Freya. Freya would like to do a heal check to know what she can do to help Lyra out. Sure. You'd have to get closer. Okay. Like, how far away would I need to get? Like, as far as Matumbe is. I can get right behind Matumbe. I'll give it to you from there. Okay. Clear line of sight through Matumbe's legs. Freya's pretty short, yeah. Freya's short, and I'm enlarged, so there's some clearance. Oh my gosh, I'm rolling a different die after this. Only a 14. Why? You think you should probably just yank him right out. Mmm but you've never seen technology like this before. It's too advanced but, for Freya's mind. But Matumbe just said, don't do that. <laughs> Who are you going to trust? Well, he said that it would cause bleeding, which Freya's healing prevents bleeding. So to her, she's like, oh, I'll just stop it and then yank the tubes right out. Makes sense, I guess. But that's not what she's going to do right now. She calls out to the party saying, our fate's not decided yet. We can still stop this. And she casts Blessing of Fervor. 
only on her companions, and I'm not going to cast it on Lyra, because... Uh, Logical. Yeah, she's a little too dangerous right now. Now, I will get this, and then at my turn, I can change what it is, right? So you uh, can decide at the beginning of their turn, yes, you can change. So I don't get it right now, or do I get it on my turn? This is important. Yes. It says, each round for the duration of the spell, each of your allies can choose one of the following bonuses for that round at the beginning of its turn, their choice. So I think it's on your turn. At the beginning of your turn, you decide what you want. So, so it's not- right now we don't have the bonuses. That's correct. On your turn, you select which one you want. Let me know if you want me to go over all the options again. It's been a while since I've cast this. I'm not worried about the options. <laughs> I just, I wanted extra AC before this thing went. Uh, yeah, that would be nice. You don't do enough for this party. I know. Failing my healing check. Rolling so far behind in uh, initiative. <laughs> Saving our asses every time we go down. It's, yep. it's never Not enough. enough. The, it's never enough. The freedom of movement that's been effective this whole time. Just, hey, I gave myself freedom of movement. Okay. <laughs> and Freya. Uh, but that'll be her whole turn. Okay. The ghouls all airwalk up. And surround Eclipse. Guys, I can't do this again. <laughs> Speak up. So one of the ghouls is going to attack at Eclipse, and it won't have the flanking bonus because it's the first one to get up there. The other two will have flanking bonuses. See how we do. I'm going fishing. I will need type of damage and like. Sure. All that stuff. Uh, a twenty doesn't hit you. How about? Nope. One more. 22. I still don't think hits you. Nah. Flank bonus. Okay. But they are now surrounding you. Cool. I wish I had cleave right now. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Devastating. Yeah, you are completely surrounded, basically. It would be great to have cleave. It might be something I need to pick up. (laughs) The Nethal Goo is going to acrobatics to move down. And I'm pretty sure I got it with a 33 against your CMD. Maybe. Very barely, actually. Okay. Uh, well, I do have it. Uh, so now it casts Lightning Bolt, getting all three of you. Is there spell resistance? There is spell resistance. Would you like me to roll that? Yes, because Freya has spell resistance right now. All right, tough guy. Would the, uh, would the person on the operating table also be hit by that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh. they would. Yep. Oh, but guys, that's the one with the slug spawn inside of it. So, like, when it dies. Yeah. Didn't the electricity, though, like, really hurt the slug spawn? Nope, that was cold. Cold, darn it. Don't worry, uh, the tomb base I got, got that, that thing. Yes. <laughs> I got an 18 on the die. I think that crushes your spawn. Oh, yeah, I thought you were going to say an 18 total. It's a 22 right now. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Crushes your spawn resistance. So, crushes. Why don't you guys go ahead and give me reflex saves? 26. <sighs> 26 pass. Is this a spell? Yes. Okay. All right. Oh my gosh. 17. Fail. 31. Pass. 25 points of damage for Freya. Uh, 12 to the other two. Then this guy's going to go ahead and use a quicken spell. Holy fuck. Uh... I might die. 
Where you at? 18. Oh. He's going to go ahead and use a quicken spell. Because it's a level 3 spell. Can use it. Oh, yeah, baby. Natural 19 to dispel shit on Eclipse. Uh-oh. That's unfortunate. I have a question. Yeah. Can he, uh... He possibly dispel all of my charisma, wisdom, and uh, intelligence issues. Pass on that. But it was a spell. I think it doesn't dispel magic target the highest caster level first, yep. no matter what it is. Which would be your stuff. Your freedom of movement is a higher caster level thing on her. Oh, okay. So that's a 29 to dispel that. It would be 11 plus your caster level, which is 10, so... 21 to dispel, so you no longer have freedom of movement. That's a shame. I enjoyed it. That is a shame. I was really hoping you could get um, With that electricity spell. passing over, the creature, or the Dark Rider's head bursts into a spawning canker, and the machines seem to rev even faster. You see Lyra growing pale as blood is drained from her body. We gotta cut the connection, or it's gonna draw the life out of her. Absolutely. Or she continues to happily sing. Just pinch the line. Cutting it would still drain it. We, we saw gotta create saw. suction on Lyra's end so that it sucks blood <laughs> yeah. back in. Creating a siphon. <laughs> I'm gonna siphon the, the icker out of this guy siphon like a gas guy. tank. <laughs> oh. Oh boy. All right, Air Bear. It's your turn. I've doubled in size, baby. That mouth be big. If you blow down his neck hole, do you blow all of the ichor back into Lyra? <laughs> Please stop. <laughs> Air Bear is very thankful that no one is threatening him right now. He is going to move action, pull out a potion of Cure Sirius, and drink it as his entire action. Okay. Or, yeah, turn. Matumbe. I'm trying to think how I can sever this connection. Probably not with your blunt book. That's what. That's my problem. You could make a heal check to try and remove this stuff from Lyra painlessly, or as painlessly as possible. However, she is not on your side, and so she's probably going to fight you. Yeah, that's fair. But I'm on her side. You could knock her out as well. It's not going to stop the blood problem, but man. It would stop the... Like, dominate. I think Matumbe's smart enough to know that something like a protection from evil would probably do that job as well, or at least allow her another save. Which I do have, but I am deaf. So that's at a fail chance. Honestly, my heal skill is pretty bad, even though I do get a d6 with it. The protection from evil probably, even with the 20% fail chance, may be the way to go. Okay. But even if I, even if she's on her side, that doesn't mean the machine's not going to keep sucking the life out of her and pumping it into this guy. Right, but like, you think that like the check would be much easier if she was cooperative. Okay, that's I so think that's, that's very fair. That's part of. So if if that's the case, then though ten feet away from Lyra, I still have plenty of reach to hit her because I have long arm and enlarged person. Matumbe is going to shout some nonsense to the heavens because he's deaf and not used to that. And Lear's going to get a will save. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and roll the rainbow-scaled Lyra die. All right. 
Natural 17. Fuck, yeah, you got... I mean, not even worth checking Lyra, what the save is supposed to be. You got it. Lyra's eyes clear. What does she say, Emily? Lyra blinks a few times and looks kind of like she's waking up from a horrible dream and really all she can croak out is just what she sees right in front of her saying Matumbe? Lyra! Granted, he, uh, he, he didn't hear her say his name, but uh, she sees the, he sees the realization in her <laughs> eyes. Lyra, I cannot hear you. However, you have come back to us at least temporarily. I'm afraid the influence might work its way back into your mind when my spell expires. But we are in dire straits. You have been used against your will. We need your help now. And uh, she takes a moment to look down at her arms that are just covered, her whole body that's been cut into and covered in tubes. And she starts to paw at them a little bit. But I'm guessing at this point she's so weak, there isn't much she can do. Well, it is her turn. And yeah, for Lyra to remove this stuff from herself would be potentially a death sentence. I think being the person with these tubes in them, she realizes this. Um, So she would probably call out for help and then switch the song that she is singing to instead of inspiring the rest of... Instead of inspiring your enemies, inspires you as a group. What is the bonus on this? It's been a very long time. Inspire courage plus two. Plus two. Last time I had it, it was a plus one. I am fairly unfamiliar with bards. I've actually never played one for as long as I've played Pathfinder. If I can't hear it, does that matter if it's a song? Or is it like magic that like flows uh, through me? Check for my other bard that I play. You do have to be able to hear them. This one is a little different maybe. This one specifically is through song, so okay. I would say no. That's fair. It's not like other other inspire courage is just like you perform. You're like a dance or this something. This one is specifically using perform sing because mm-hmm. it's it's the ocean's echo inspiring song, not the actual bardic performance. Yeah, that's um, that's fair. So yeah, I would say you'd have to you'd have to hear it, unfortunately. Well, I will in nine rounds. Uh, so that is, what, a move action for Lyra at this level? So then she is going to, she's going to go ahead and shoot a sound burst up at the two ghouls towards her side, leaving Eclipse out. They need to make... Yeah. Nice. Let's just say, I'm up there. (laughs) I lied. She's going to go ahead and burst the radiance because fortitude saves don't work for ghouls. But it still won't affect Eclipse. So I will make some saves for these ghouls. Okay. Ooh, a natural 20 on one ghoul. So that's a success. And a fail. So the ghoul... Uh, 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 that... I never rolled a 20% chance for uh, protection from evil. Oh, shit. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, roll that. Oh, Might be that none of that happened. I did double check. It is a move action past seventh level. Yep. 80. We're fine. Right. Yeah, my, my bad. I got so excited with that. It's a moot point, but I, it's something I've got to be careful about. Just not used to it. Okay, we'll so... this time. 
take 22 points of damage. Or wait, I guess your caster level 10 with the Harrower, right? I believe it's still... Or it's max 5d4 still. Oh, okay. So 11 points of damage to each ghoul. And the one to the south is blind. The other one is dazzled. That's going to be for one round. Clips, you're up. Yeah, that's great. All right, I'm going to use my extra attack for my Blessing of Fervor. I'm going to go for the one that has... It doesn't have a condition on them right now. Does a 23 hit? Yep. Okay, great. That was a three on the die. Fantastic. All right, so then I'm going to turn. I don't really have to. And I'm going to then attack the one that's dazzled. Mm Mm-hmm. That's a 35. Hits. Okay, great. Oh, yeah. All right, 32 points of damage. Dead. Okay, great. And then the last one. This is my my lowest uh, my lowest bonus. 26, though, so. Yep, dead. Fantastic. Yep. Whoa. They me- are CR1 ghouls. Amazing. Me, me over here taking notes. Eclipse kills one scum, comma, two scum, comma, three scum. <laughs> <laughs> one fish, two fish, two fish. There you go. Okay. That's Eclipse's full turn. Do you have hover? Or you get perfect flight, right? Yeah, I have perfect flight. I, I, this always comes up. Yeah, I know. Freya. Freya sees Lyra has come back to the party saying, Lyra, my child, you're still here. I wasn't there to help you before, but I am now. And she moves up to the table that Lyra is laying on. And she... Freya positions herself so she's kind of in the center of the party right now. What kind of a check is it? Would be a heal check to try to um, remove the tubes. That's what Freya thought was the best way. Mm -hmm. All right. But Freya does remember that Matumbe said that removing the tubes would cause bleed damage to happen. And Lyra looks pretty weak at this point. So Freya does a swift action channel to heal the party. I needed that so bad. Well, if she's going to take bleed damage, does it make sense to do it after so, so the she doesn't continue with the bleed damage? Oh, I guess that's true. So with Freya's ability, any bleed damage the target takes for four minutes after her healing is halved, so I should wait until I pull them out so then it just completely stops it. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah, as long as she can survive them getting pulled out, then swift action. That's a good point. So can you standard action? Uh, I can't standard action channel, but I can standard action... Pull the tubes out? Pull the tubes out and then swift action channel. Or I'm guessing it's a standard action to... We'll heal. Standard action heal check to pull them out. Oh, yep. I forgot about that. I know it's, I know it's gambling, but also then they're not sitting there taking... Tons of bleed damage. Yeah, it, it's risky to pull the tubes out, especially because Freya's going off of uh, knowledge that I know was a very poor check on her part. Mm, I'm worried I'm going to kill her if I roll poorly. There's pros and cons to both, so it's your choice. But, like, she's still conscious, and she probably has a con that's at least 10. So unless this thing does in a wild amount of bleed damage... I think you're probably okay. Bleed damage that she should take on her turn. Oh, I'm I'm mostly worried if I 
yanked, yank the tubes out and yank them poorly, like mm. I have a low heel check, and it, it will hurt her. Damage. Which actually, hold on a second. Not just like a byproduct yeah, do you have of a, being removed. But do you have a feat that, or uh, part of your midwife ability, or something like that that does? I think I deal uh, the least amount of damage possible if I deal damage. Okay. Cool. Uh, nice. I, I can okay. look it up. Yeah, I can look it up. But I think job to cut umbilical yes. cords. You're uh, fine. So I am gonna do the heal and then swift action. If I think Lyra is a child, I get plus two to this. <laughs> no. That's fair. How good is your imagination? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, kind of middle of the road. I rolled an eleven for a twenty-one on the heal check. Twenty-one. You remove the tubes. They were much deeper than you thought. They snaked around into arteries, the ones in her sides, into organs. Oh, no. She's now taking constitution bleed. Constitution bleed? Yeah, it's... Oh, no. That's That's something else. That's something else. Uh, what can I do to stop that? It's the same rules as regular bleed. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, Freya, then immediately panics but tries to keep a straight face to not freak Lyra out as she swift action channels. You'll like to see your surgeon fuck it up. <laughs> She's like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. Yeah, that's not good, that's Hang not on. good. Arrest, oh help! Yeah. <laughs> don't worry, this is normal. I yeah, don't like when my surgeon calls it a second opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Whether that is a second Pro- opinion to God or not. I'm awake. <laughs> All right, 20 points of healing. Okay. With that heal check, you think this was doing con bleed to Lyra. So she's at six con damage. Oh, okay. She's taken six con damage. All right, Freya uh, used up all of her actions, so that is her whole turn. All right, the ghouls have been wiped off the board. Nethal Goo is going to swift action target Air Bear using... Another use of its quick and meta magic. So let's see. Cool, natural twenty. Uh, your freedom of movement's gone. Is that a? Is that considered a critical? Critical doesn't do anything for dispel magic, I don't think. Why? Why are you asking? Because I can negate a critical. I uh, think it no, you can't negate a spell. Yeah. Ah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm gonna go ahead and use a dispel magic on Matumbe. No. As my standard action. This is just the asshole before the big bad who's like, I'm going to make sure that Natural all Natural 17. Bye-bye. No, hey, what I... what about that deafness? What, what level was that? Great question, Griffin. Uh, that isn't a continuing magical effect. His oh. eardrums have burst. Oh, okay. That's not true because it has a, it has a uh, duration. It's okay, not like my well, eardrums are going to grow back. Now, I'm not saying same that... Same level spell. Yeah. It targets... It targets uh, freedom of movement. <laughs> sure. Unless you have a fifth level spell cast on you, do you? No. Okay. Get out of here. Uh, and then it's going to go ahead and fly diagonally up over into the corner. Oh, actually, it's going to remove your uh, righteous whatever. Oh, they're both fourth level. Oh, yep. because, because the freedom of movement cast was freedom not... of movement with a wand. Yes. Yeah. So that's true. It would do the blessing of fervor. Because that is a fourth level spell cast by. So I do have Blessing of Forever? Yeah, so make yes. sure you picked an option because you would have done that on your turn. This is the start of my turn. So I can finally uh, check off charging. But what? I am going to. 
It's only been one full. Well, no, no you, drank you drank a potion. A potion or drank a potion. That's what it was. I was gonna say, so I, I, I checked it off then. I checked it off he, then. He charged the potion. Charge it to his debit card. <laughs> I know it's not been only one round. Silly me. All right, uh, I am choosing attack AC. Reflex bonus. Well, Air Bear's uh, ranged options include the uh, Ring of the Ram and Longbow. It's going to be the Ring of the Ram. Why aren't you attacking the thing right next to you? Oh, by the way, uh, your freedom of movement is gone because I can target the spell. So you're targeting freedom of movement. Mm-hmm. So that was Tomb Tomb Are you talking to? Is it me? Yeah, or? Okay. Tomb Bay. Oh, that's fine. I'd rather have Blessing of Fervor, honestly. For now. You can do a targeted dispel. One object creature yes. or spell is the target of the dispel magic spell. Oh, okay. So it knows that you have freedom of movement on. Haley brought up a, gr- a great question. Is the Dark Rider body, like, alive? There is a spawning canker, much like you saw come out of the... Uh, the priest in Undiomede House, but it's not of much concern to you as the body is strapped down and the thing is like attached to his spinal cord. So it. Okay. Good. Then I would definitely attack that. Do I need to even roll for it? But attacking it could release, right? Doesn't that release the slug things? Uh, if it's it could, strapped yeah. down, but if it's strapped down, it's not any harm, which we didn't know that it was strapped down and like there was no possibility of it being a difficulty. Like, I think what he was saying, maybe you I'm going to attack it to try and kill it right now. It can't hurt you because it's attached to the body that is strapped down to the thing. So we could deal with the Nethal goo that is actively attacking us and then come back yes. to the tied down body. Or you can try and get rid of it because you have really nothing you can do against an flying Nathalgu besides... True. Yeah. I feel like it's it's too... It's low-hanging fruit. We have to do it anyways. I am uh, going to attack the canker coming out of the Dark Rider. Okay. They mean attack roll. Oh, it actually means it. It's just a prone spawning canker. I guess I could roll a one. Did you roll a one? Got as close as I could be without rolling one, Uh-oh. thankfully. What's well, we'll two? see if it's enough. 22. It's prone. I know it's prone. <laughs> I'm the one that told you it's prone. <laughs> because it is prone, you hit. Sweet. Yes. And That's great. Is there a chance that I would need to attack it more than once? Yeah, the thing's got like over 100 hit points. Okay, so then with that, I... Would have just full, full attack. Uh, full attack. Yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 We're gonna make this simple. You're going for a 19. Okay. <laughs> then I would have used uh, boots of haste. Then boots of speed. Um, unless, yeah, I guess you could have chose the extra attack. Yeah, those don't stack. I think he chose the bonus to. You chose the bonus to mm-hmm. like AC, so then he could. But take- it's the start of his new turn, so I guess if he wanted to. Change, yeah. Right. Just, I don't think that it's gotten used, I guess, is what I'm saying. No, yeah, I, I, I've had that on. What I'm saying is it wouldn't, like, it has not been used this turn, and because you just started, right? You Correct. should be able to choose. Yep. Extra attack. And then I also challenge. Okay, this is your last of the chain, then. So it gets the chain to one more thing, right? Because you took a feat to make a chain one more time every time you use chain challenge. Yep, so... 
So one use of chain challenge lets you chain twice. Correct. The one asterisk there is I would have to declare it immediately after the next chain was uh, either knocked out or killed. Would I have known that I needed to attack this thing right here? The reason why is because it, it needed to be an immediate action. Uh, I mean, the Nethalgu was on the ground at that point, so I don't know if you would have decided to do that or go for the Nethalgu. Okay, so then in that in that instance, I would have ended my challenge and started a new one on this creature. Okay. The second one is a critical threat. I just barely hit with the next one with a total of 20. I'm going to resolve the critical threat. 25 hits. Next set. 26, 36, 26. The second one of that set is a critical threat. I'll resolve that. 24 hits. Does this thing have over 150 points of hit, or hit points? It does not. Then I would kill it statically. Okay, and as oh, you do, boy. the body Jeez. swells, and from the chest cavity, a hoofed leg erupts, and then another, and then a tentacled arm, and then this trunk of yawning mouths, and the body bursts like a tomato hit with a hammer as this 30-foot-tall... 30-foot-tall? Dark young of Shubnagrath... What? Erupts out of the corpse. No, Griffin. Oh, no. No, no, no. Air Bear killed him. Oh, see, that all <laughs> I was going to do was one point of damage to the thing, and this was going to happen. Oh, my oh. God. Well, he did it over the, 150 <laughs> times. Dimensional ridiculousness of this. Hey, maybe chain that challenge to uh, this new creature. <laughs> Absolutely. It shrieks out across the room, and I need you to finish your drinks, because we'll see you next week. Oh, goodness. I knew it. Hideous Laughter Productions is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Carrying Crown is copyright 2011. Carrying Crown and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. Paizo, Pathfinder, their respective logos, and all Paizo titles, characters, and artwork are properties of Paizo, Inc. and used with permission.